and welcome to Just Saying In Conversation, the very first of its kind, where my recent snippet episode sparks up new conversation with a very special guest. This episode is made particularly special as I'm talking to a dear friend of mine from back in the day. We shared the most fun on the E5 bus to and from secondary school and on our walks back and forth from the bus stop. <laughs> Joining me today, it's Rachel Joy Lassabel. Rachel is a woman of many incredible talents. She has a background in business development and construction and runs a successful business as an artist, providing handmade and digital calligraphy services. She is also, get this, into all things health and beauty and, yes, and specialises as a skincare advisor, which, as you might have guessed it, is what brings us together for this In Conversation. Hey, Rachel. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Rachel. <laughs> I'm hugging you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me in conversation. You were a very obvious choice after my first episode. On Thank you. I'm totally flattered. I don't know why you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to ask you. You were just like an obvious choice. And it's only recently that you are all about skincare. I know. I kind of I kind of didn't share it with anyone. It's not that I was embarrassed by it, but like I obviously had this like um interest in skincare and I can get into that if you want me to. But I'd love you um too. yeah, I just I just kind of kept it for myself. I kept it away from my friends and my family. I didn't really tell that many people and then I just met loads of I just met a really great community on Instagram. Mm. The skincare community on Instagram is incredible. It is very supportive. There's just so many people on there and and everybody's very supportive. Like you learn so much on social media mm-hmm. just from like people's experiences. And I think that's the most important thing is that you you kind of have this interest in skincare, but everybody has a story beyond just vanity. Mm-hmm. And then you learn how you learn about different products through people's experiences. And that, and that's what I really love about it. And that's kind of why I started it as well. Um, but yeah, do you want to know? What I, I do. Started? I'd love yeah. to know. Tell okay. us about the journey into it. I won't, I won't bore everyone. No, bore us, bore us. <laughs> <laughs> it started with basically like, it sounds so cliche, but it's very true. It started when I started to look inwards a lot of um, insecurities started popping up in my life like just felt very insecure all of a sudden and I feel like maybe any anything that happened to me in my early 20s was kind of like materializing into who I was when I was 27 and I didn't like it and I also started to notice that I was wearing a lot more makeup Mm. I don't even wear that much makeup like I at first I convinced myself it was because I liked playing with color and you know that I'm quite a creative person so that was my excuse but then I would just like go to work which by the way I hated my job at the time Mm. (laughs) I would go to work and I would pile on the makeup like who am I there to like who's there for me to impress (laughs) like it was just something that 
I noticed and I would wear the makeup and I would feel like it, there was something on me. It just didn't feel very comfortable. And I realized that it was because I was trying to hide myself. Mm. And that sounds really, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like I was trying to hide behind someone I felt like I should be at 27 with a career kind of thing. Yeah, and and then all of these other insecurities, like in my personal life and everything. And so when I noticed that, I mean, I've always been very into like self-care and I've always been aware of who I am and I've always wanted to work on myself. Like that's a work in progress forever. Mm. But um, I decided to stop wearing makeup. I just, right, you're not allowed to wear makeup anymore. Like I don't care if you've spent £60 on a new eyeshadow palette from NARS, which by the way is overpriced but um <laughs> like I just banned myself from wearing makeup and I said three months I'm not allowed to wear makeup for three months it doesn't matter if I have an important meeting it doesn't matter if I have to go to a party I'm not wearing makeup wow, I need to be to comfortable party. that's amazing no, not yeah luckily there weren't that many I don't think <laughs> um but it was it was very much like if you can't be comfortable with walking outside of the house, going into work with people that you see every day with no makeup, there's something wrong. Mm. So um, there was that. And then obviously because of that, I really started to notice my skin a lot more, like, you know, how it would be, how it would feel throughout the day, um, how it felt in norm like normally. Like I noticed that I had quite a lot of pigmentation. I noticed that I had like all of these broken capillaries. I started to notice when I would get breakouts and stuff. And it really forced me to try and understand what my skin is saying really yeah. and how, you know, how to look after it. And because of all of these little concerns, I decided to find out ways of um, like how to fix them if you like mm. not fix them but like and that was yeah. also like a feeling as well as visually you know what you're absolutely like it, it, it looked like yeah At, right, number one how my skin would feel like because I've got naturally dehydrated skin for as long as I can remember like even like in my late teens the one thing I would notice about my skin is like never being able to find a moisturizer that stopped it from feeling tight mm. Um, and so I just knew that my skin was dehydrated. It's weird. I knew the difference between what dry skin was and what dehydrated skin was purely because of that feeling. Yeah. And also because I knew what dry skin was because I also did have it at the time mm -hmm. when I was younger. So, um, yeah, it was it was the feeling and also visually as well. You know, you've come to find your journey into skincare by trying to work out some of the problems that you within. face within your skincare. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I think it's not about being vain. It's about being comfortable in yourself and with who you are. And whether we like it or not, how we present ourselves to the world comes from within. Like, you just know when someone is okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, they might be okay, but you know when something is on someone's mind because of the way they carry themselves mm -hmm. and I think being able to be comfortable in your own skin is so important because then you don't care about putting on makeup to impress people you impress people because of who you are kind of thing yeah, and I think I think that's like the best thing that skincare has ever given to me and or to yeah and and likewise yeah and like the other way as well go feel on like <laughs> you're comfortable in your skin now um in my skin physically, yes. 
like I can get a spot, I can get a breakout and it will, I'll be okay with it. Like whatever it will go kind of thing. It never, ever makes me feel like, oh, I don't want to go out because I've got this big raging spot on my head, which I think lots of people do feel. And there's no problem with that. I used to feel that way, but I think understanding why you have that on your, you know, why you're breaking out, understanding why your skin is red or, you know, I think that's, I think it's really important to really understand your skin and then you're comfortable. Yeah. And so at what yeah. point did, you know, this sort of hobby and this sort of interest in your own skin turn to basically becoming your livelihood as it sort of is now? Is that right? Kind, kind of? of, yeah. It is a huge it is okay. It's a huge part of what I do now because um, I I actually work for a skincare brand now, yeah. and that was by not by accident, but you know I stumbled into it, and I love it. It's my full time job. It's been a savior during COVID, mm. being able to have that job. Um, so yeah, it is a huge part of of my life, and also I have the Instagram account which. I love, I, you know, it's like a, I don't really see it as a job, but it does require a lot of work, (laughs) but it's something that I enjoy. Um, So this is going to sound really funny, (laughs) but like before I started my Instagram account, I'd sometimes talk to myself like I was talking to people. So like I would do my, 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 my skincare routine and I would talk out loud. Oh, wow. What I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like. Hey, people might want to listen to this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then um and then I started it because as much as my friends, like my close friends, love to hear what I have to say, nobody cares about me wanting to talk about <laughs> some cream that I found, you Maybe know, like enough, yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like they get it, they understand it, but like they just don't share that excitement. And so I, I started up Instagram and then met loads of people and then slowly I just started like getting um I don't know brands reaching out to me um and I haven't worked with that many brands but I've worked with enough for me to you know just be very very grateful and I think the first campaign that I got the first paid work that I got was from the company that I actually work with now which is huge for me yeah and it was totally like it's so totally like disconnected but it like that's just why I'm just so grateful it just it's just who I am it's just how it's become like this way and because it's so natural I think that's there was no really line to cross over Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah it was it was just happening it was organic I suppose yeah so what was the campaign what was the first one that you did with it's the inky list. I was like, can I say yeah. it? Yeah, you <laughs> can Rach say it? it. I'll let Rach say it. <laughs> no, yeah, they're super supportive with whatever I do. Um, so the campaign was for their eye cream called Brighten Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a crossover between cosmetics and, and skincare because it's got something in there called, I think it's Peach Mika, which um, helps to illuminate the, the under eye area instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, and it also has like ingredients that help to brighten up the eye area in the long term as well. So it's kind of like a cross between. I don't know if that makes sense to people who aren't into skincare, but it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it was for that. And I was so shocked when they asked me. But yeah, that's what it was for. That was last September. Um, and I basically had to just show my two quick video of me putting on the eye cream. 
and that was that enjoying it <laughs> yeah and enjoying it yeah it's a good eye cream <laughs> at what point do you sort of do your posts it, it always baffles me so obviously you'd use a bit of skincare you'd use a um a toner say but then mm-hmm. do you wait sort of four weeks having used it to then give your opinion on it or is it you know yeah I guess your first application is it's quite an event as well isn't it yeah so what I like to do is like they're kind of like four stages three or four stages when I'm trying out product and whenever I work with brands I always tell them like I'm not gonna I might not open this straight away like if I know that I won't open it straight away I'll tell them how long it might be until I I actually try it um but yeah you have to be able to give your skin at least at least four weeks to be able to see any results or give a product a chance and that doesn't mean it will take four weeks it can take two weeks sometimes it's it's different for everyone but so I'll like do like an unboxing or something (laughs) god and then I'll do like a like a first impressions where I would have tried the product for maybe two or three days or maybe a week and I'll see I'll like explain how I feel like it's you know just first impressions basically then I'll kind of do like a midway so like after four weeks I'll start to say whether or not I've seen like difference and then I'll do another review at the end Mm -hmm. And I try my very, very best to be completely honest. I'm never, ever going to give a review on something in that. If I just think it's totally crap, I'm just not going to do it. Right. And I and I will tell the brand. Oh, really? Because, okay. So you give your yeah. review personally back to them. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but also if it's a if it's a product that I know that loads of people want to know about, um, I'll definitely share it. Mm. But like if it's just a product that maybe has like, that's actually, you know, I kind of lied. I, I give my I give my review on everything that I try because, yeah. yeah, I do. But then I will always tell the brand, like, I haven't really got on very well with this mm-hmm. one. So, but it's just so that they know. I think, but I think, like, brands know that everybody's skin is different. So, so yeah, yeah it's going to be person to person. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you've you've given seminars now or seminar I don't know if you'd call oh it oh my god <laughs> yeah should I rephrase this yeah. question <laughs> um I talked on, in my episode about lockdown skin obviously that's why we're here and I know that right. you have given yeah. some serious reportage on your lockdown skin like so basically lockdown skin is a thing as you know this is why we're here um and <laughs> I've, I was lucky enough to give a seminar to um, some Deloitte employees um, who wanted to know about how you can like look after lockdown skin and stuff. And, you know, there's things like recently, actually, way before I did, like way after I did the um, seminar, I've seen something called maskne or maskne, which is basically acne because of the mask. Oh, wow. Which is what, which is a, t- a term that they have now coined yeah. um, beyond Mask-y. lockdown skin. Because that is actually, like, if you think about it, that is the main problem I think that people are finding in lockdown is probably they're very dry, they're very dehydrated, and they're getting a lot more breakouts. And it's simple. It's because our lifestyles have changed through a stressful situation. And anything that is stressful will make our, I can't remember what it's called, but will make, is it? Uh, one of our stress hormones in the skin it will react our skin reacts by producing more oil mm. when it's stressed mm. and so that's why we get more spots or that's why we've felt a lot more dehydrated and and so there yeah, there's this maskne thing but going back to your question um about the about what i have found um 
to be very helpful is literally keeping your skin hydrated, cleaning it, keeping it hydrated, and also um, wearing SPF. Like even if we are at home, wear that SPF. <laughs> In in our household, we call it spoof because like spoof, really? yeah. Okay. You... Pass me the spoof. <laughs> Do you reapply a few times a day? Um, I would lie. Time. Yes, I would lie if I said that I did every single day. I try my hardest, but if I'm sat in front of the window like I am now, I will yeah. reapply it every day. Um, not every day, every few hours, but only because my skin also gets really tight. So when I start to feel that dehydration, I will put on a cream that has SPF or one of my favorite SPFs or something. But then there is also like a, a brand that I really love. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you so it's called it's called Evy Technology, and it's an SPF mousse, and I love it because it's just no fuss. I mean, you put it on, and then you you just leave. You just wear it for like six hours, and it'll be okay. It, if you sweat, it's fine. You know, whatever. I'm going to get this. Yeah. Were you surprised yeah. to hear in my episode that all of this was sort of news to me? First of all, <laughs> first of all, Jenny, Jen, what? Jen, <laughs> the gloves. <laughs> oh my I God. You might have something to say about that. <laughs> like, oh my God. I was like, okay, are these the gloves that I have for my body? Yep. Are they like the white ones that you get in Superdrug? Yeah, that's them. God, are you using it on your face? <laughs> first of all, but Rachel, <laughs> but you told me you have you have dry. Okay, first of all, I want to say that it really is very sad to hear when people, anyone, says I didn't realise there was skincare for me. Mm. That for me is very like I've heard it so much, but that for, like when it comes from someone that I care about, like you, like it's kind of like I just you know that's really sad. Yeah. And and it's real. Like people don't understand that that people would f- find a, a lack in these kind of things. That's something that's so basic. Yeah. Which is really really sad. That was very sad to hear. I think there's um, an interesting thing there as well. You know, I, because I had good skin, I didn't feel. Yeah, the need you to do. Go out my you way. still do. It looks like it. it. Sorry. Oh, thank yeah. You. That's because I've learned some new things <laughs> during lockdown. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, do carry on. Okay, um, the gloves. First of all, I think I may have told you this recently, but when you scrub your face, you are, you're actually probably number one causing micro tears. Mm. And then number two, because you're scrubbing it so much, you're damaging the skin's barrier, like you said mm-hmm. in your intro. And that can cause um, dehydration. And then dehydration can lead to excess oil. And then excess oil can lead to breakouts yeah. or whatever it is that you might experience, it's just not good for the skin. Don't <laughs> Stop do doing it. it. <laughs> Stop doing it, yeah. And even for your body. I suppose, like, when your, your body is different, but... Um, so the Oyang gloves were something that I was like, oh, my God, please stop. <laughs> okay. And then the second one, the second thing that I wanted... Sorry, sorry, I'm going... That's can I go great. on? It's a little consultation. I love it. And then the other thing was, you put that you might remove makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you said remove might do you know i might remove my makeup with some micellar water and i just wanted to make sure that you do remove your makeup (laughs) yeah no i do that's i mean i think you do i do i do i think i was trying to express that i just didn't really have much of a skincare meaning meaning if i'm wearing makeup i'll remove it 
Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, unless I'm no, but you know, the... blind drunk, which doesn't really happen that often anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do remove Me, it. I, I don't like waking that's up good. with, you know, caked mascara yeah. and all that stuff. I say this with love, but I have loads of friends who have said to me that sometimes they can't be bothered to take off their makeup mm. and then or do a skincare routine, like simply just wash their face. And it's because, <sighs> is this going to be controversial? It's because they have kids. Oh, right. And I, and I, want, and I always say to them, like, I know that you're tired, but give yourself some time. Yes. Yeah. Give yourself five minutes for yourself. Use skincare. Use a skincare routine as some self-care every morning and every night. Yeah. And going back to when I first started my skincare, that was a huge part of it. Mm. Waking up early just to give myself some like time and mm. mindfulness and before having to travel up to London and then coming home and then giving myself some time to wind down, you know, that kind of thing. I must say I do um, love it. There was a point in lockdown where I was sort of not wearing makeup so I didn't have yeah. even that part of my routine to do yeah. and sort of just still brushing did my teeth maybe splashing my face and drying and then going to bed and yeah. starting to feel like that's weird I feel like I should be doing a lot more now I love yeah. it having this yeah. sort of extensive routine I've actually got I this think... problem where I'm sort of buying everything in <laughs> well you know that's that's not that's not a problem I don't mm. think like just don't <laughs> like you don't this is one problem actually when people get into skincare and this isn't you I'm just saying in general like especially because I work for a brand where I'm in customer service and I help people you know set up a routine for themselves yes, yes. they just want to buy everything yeah. and I'm like you don't need to buy everything yeah. <laughs> like and that's why I love working for the inky list because it's not about selling it's about giving people the knowledge to understand their skin and what your skin needs mm. like if you don't need something don't buy it you don't need a million acids to use be kind to your skin like start off simple and if that is you know if someone just needs to wash their face properly put a hydrating serum on and then wear a cream that is suitable for their skin type and that suits them mm. they feel good then that's all you that's need good, yeah yeah I just wanted to say, actually, you used to buy me. I don't know if you remember, because you started saying about how your your um your skincare routine, like getting out of the shower and moisturising, or every time you splashed your body with water, you'd moisturise. Yeah. By the way, I'm the same. Okay. But you always used to buy me body butter from Body Shop. Did I? Just wanted to say that, yeah. Really? I still love those, but actually I use them more yeah. as, like, hand cream now. My hands are that dry. Yeah. <laughs> My hands are old. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I've just remembered. I remember having a conversation, one walk to school or whatever, about you having tight skin. I remember you? you saying that to me. What did I say? I Bless me. I feel like there was like a doctor's appointment involved. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, you've got tight skin. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Ringing bells? Did someone say that to me or something? Yeah, I thought so. I thought a doctor. Maybe you were there for something else and then the conversation was like, you've got a tight skin for Ooh. whatever reason. And maybe that's not... You don't have, have any to... bells ringing. <laughs> I don't have... But I have very, very bad... I have very bad memory when it comes to that kind of stuff. Potentially. I have always felt like I've had very tight skin. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, it's, a huge it's funny thing that I have a memory of that and that you've later in life experienced that as a mm. as becoming maybe a problem and then having to you know yeah w walk into this line of work because yeah of yeah I mean like hydration is so important to me 
Mm. I used so like I, I I try my very best to keep my my routine as simple as possible, but it doesn't always happen because I'm always packing on serums or something that is making my skin hy- feel hydrated. Like if I can get through morning to mid afternoon without my skin feeling tired, it is freaking amazing. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and again, like that in itself is like a problem that I just don't come across. Maybe I'm not as aware of my mm. skin, maybe. Um, but you know that... No, you would know. Yeah, I think so, because I know when my skin's dry and it feels tight because it's yeah. dry uh, yeah. of moisture rather than yeah. water, I think. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Like I'm saying with my hand, you know, I know that... You mean like lack of oil yeah, exactly. in your yeah. skin rather than the actual hydration, yeah. Mm, but I guess like on my face, I've never really experienced that kind of, other mm. than the dry skin... A problem that is you know sort of bigger than that in a way you do have really great skin you've always had really great Thank skin you. until lockdown hit <laughs> well, yeah but it looks fine <laughs> but it's great now because I have this routine and I'm loving it yeah good what is your routine uh-oh <laughs> Now I've said it. Now I've done it, haven't I? Okay. I remember like one of the really early videos I watched was like, you know, know your products when you go and speak to your skin consultant. Mm. And now I'm going to be tested. (laughs) So in the morning. Not testing. um, So I'm using cleanser. And I feel feel like that in itself is a massive thing. I feel like I always wanted to get into my skin more. And I would use several pads and uh, with the micellar water on it over and over I didn't ever mm. think to go past that and get a, a cleanser yeah um, so I'm using the Neostrata foaming wash yeah um, from their resurface range and I love that it feels I can feel the chemicals working it just feels quite intense so I'm using that day and night but I also have another cleanser that is a balm cleanser so I'm mixing up a little bit and feels that feels a bit more oily as well yeah um, so I feel like I'm getting different oils in the morning i have also a serum that is also neostrata and now i have my inky list vitamin c cool oh <laughs> good it cool as recommended by yours truly did you get the 15 percent one i think so yeah EGF. yeah egf yeah. yeah cool i moisturize and spf that's mm-hmm. the morning cool evening makeup off cleanse i'm using lactic acid toner i cool. wanted an acid that was for a newbie, basically, and so I learned that also, acid being a sort of more gentler. Acid. It's really good for mature and also drier skins and dehydrated skins as well. Lactic we acid. And I have my Hadalabo hydrating <gasps> serum. Love that. Yeah. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, it's great. And then it's really um, moisturizer and bed. That's it. I have a hydrating spray oh. that I use sometimes. I've never experienced a sort of actual face moisturizer that gives me so much moisture. Mm-hmm. without hardly using anything that's unbelievable is that what you've got now i was only using sort of astral before that you know really yeah. thick and like those body butters love that because you think that it's going to help you yeah. Uh, yeah but did it work actually yeah i mean i do love it and yeah. sometimes if i had a dry face too thick. i would kind of use it as a mask and oh, nice. really thicken it up overnight and then generally in the morning i'd feel like it had made a difference yeah um, that's good so yeah, that's my routine at the moment, cool. and I'm loving it. And all nice. off with um, hot flannel. Good, but not too hot. It's probably a bit too hot. I just love it. <laughs> I just love the hot water. I love the scrub. I'm like, no, stop. No, no, the scrub. Not the scrub and not hot water, because look, can you see? 
Can you see those red little little veins? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that those in are. Face. In the Sorry. Time. <laughs> so those are basically broken capillaries, probably because number one, I exposed my face to a lot of hot water, and also maybe the sun. I never used to wear SPF yeah. like when I was younger. So and you can't do anything about those. Maybe I don't notice that on my skin because it's so much darker. I don't know. Potentially, you would probably be able to see. Sure. <laughs> Here we are, cheek to cheek. <laughs> I've seen you've been doing a campaign where you've been promoting black excellence. Oh, um, yeah. Which is amazing. And some of the ladies that you've been promoting on there are just cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, um, I love that. I, I mean, what it was is, let's be honest, when the whole muted in June thing happened... It was rude awakening for a lot of people. Mm. I don't feel like I've ever been racist, but perhaps I have, you know, glossed over things that maybe I shouldn't have. And so it's been really great being able to have that push. I wish we didn't have to have that push. And when I say we, I mean like collectively everybody. But hopefully, once again, you know, we are being, we've got these, this, this thing that has raised awareness and, Hopefully, it is a movement that will just keep growing and keep going forward. I've noticed a huge shift in the skincare industry over the past month, and I'm hoping that it is something that will last um, for black people, for people of colour. You know, I've worked with a brand before in the past where I actually felt very uncomfortable working for them. Mm. It was before June. And I never said anything, but everybody on the feed was basically white, really sexy looking, mm. um, you know, that type of person. And I'm not that type of person. Yeah. I'm not about to get a push-up bra and pose and pout in front of the mirror with their products, which is basically what everybody on their feed was. I still did the work with them, but I felt very uncomfortable. So after, so in June, I actually had a, a conversation with them and told them how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just like... I thought to myself, well, having conversations with all of these brands from now on going on, like going forward when I do work with them, which I will, I will check how inclusive they are. I want to be able to do something. I personally feel more comfortable helping, you know, people outside of Instagram and social media. What I do outside of social media is more important to me in this matter than what I show I'm doing on social media. I don't feel, I mean, I will share articles that I might read and stuff, but I don't feel comfortable speaking about it. And, you know, like as if I'm educating, yeah. I can educate. I believe that I can educate enough by sharing what I read and whatever mm. and helping charities that I have chosen to help outside of social media, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So the way I felt like I could show myself being someone that was for all of this was by um, sharing people who inspire me, like black content creators who inspire me. And that's why I've put that on my platform as something that I can show that, you know, it's got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do about what I'm doing. It's, it's, not, it's not what I'm doing to show that I'm supporting. It's literally showing other people these women, yes. including yourself. Yeah. And that, for me, is, is the most important thing. And I've said this to a few of my friends, but, like, some of the most successful people that I have met in my life are black women. Mm -hmm. You're one of them. 
I completely admire what you have done. You followed your dreams. You are doing what you want to do. You didn't go and study something academic because your parents wanted you to or your mum wanted you to. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you did what you wanted to do. And here you are now. You've had a very good career. Um, It's been okay. And I just... Yeah, no, it's been great. Stop it. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to put that on my platform. Like, I feel very inspired by people. Mm. And so the, I felt like it was very fitting to me. So, um, yeah, no, I, I am going to continue doing that. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning amazing. that. Amazing. Well, it is amazing to see. And I think a lot of people will be inspired by you showing that you're inspired by these people as well, you know. Yeah. I'm not just willy-nilly putting anyone on there because of the colour of their skin. I'm putting people on there because I actually admire them and because I feel like since they've inspired me, they'll inspire other people outside of the skincare community as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, me, the novice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely not about the skincare community. (laughs) Um, So... Okay. Rachel Joy Lassabel, amazing, extraordinary, <laughs> old friend, good friend, <laughs> fabulous female. I am just saying, lockdown skin is a real thing. What are you saying? What am I saying? I'm saying be kind to yourselves, understand who you are, clean your face, and put on the spuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it. Put on oh, the spuff. Love it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Rach, for joining me in conversation. You've been amazing. So have you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Just Saying in Conversation with the amazing Rachel Joy Lassibel. Like with all successful content creators, you can find Rachel on Instagram with the handle at joyinmyskin or admire and order her beautiful calligraphy by heading to at withallmyjoy. Thank you, Rachel, for all that incredible wisdom and insight. I must say not a lot has changed in that respect since we were in our teens. And lastly, of course, a massive thank you to you for listening. It's all for you. All for you. Freedom. Keep your ears to the ground. We're talking about freedom.